I'm Tiffany Norris, and you're listening to This is Richardson. This is a podcast that tells the stories of Richardson, Texas. We talk about people and places, past and present. Now, if you know a Richardson dancer, chances are they know Toby's. Toby's School of Dance is one of the longest operating businesses in the city of Richardson, and the studio has a history and reputation as interesting as the city itself. It was started by Toby 60 years ago, and the current owners are Sally and Don Andriot. They are teaching and mentoring the dancers in this city, and our oldest daughter was actually one of those dancers. We loved our time of her taking dance at Toby's, and I loved sitting down with this incredible couple to hear more of their story. Tell me a little bit more about Toby's story and then how y'all came into it. Well, Toby has always had a passion and a love for dance. She had three daughters and several of their friends all wanted to try dancing. And so she started the school in their garage right back here over um, around Northridge, I think is where they lived previously. And then it got to be so big that she needed to find a location. So uh, we're still on the same property where her first school was. Um, It's right there where these uh, drive-through is at the CVS. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) And so um, when they tore down the building, she saw this facility was... um, Actually, this facility was a pretty funny story. Um, She was going to her dentist one day, which was across the street here on Campbell Road. Mm -hmm. And um, the police were setting up a sting operation. Oh. And she's like, what are you, what are you guys doing? I said, (laughs) well, we're, we're conducting, you know, an operation here and, and um, um, with some suspicious activity. Hmm. And um, she kind of put two and two together and figured out that this particular um, studio uh, that she was in uh, was a billiards hall, and they had oh. um, a little bookie business going on inside. Okay. And so uh, when they uh, caught them and, and vacated the place, she immediately rented the place because she needed a second studio. Oh. And so uh, she needed a little bit larger spot. Um, so as she was coming in and they were cleaning out the studio, uh, just inside our tap room, there's a facade wall that was built to make look, to make it look like a pillar. Wow. And, um, the, um, phone service, I think it was Southwestern Bell at the time, was pulling out all of these slips of paper that had been dropped down inside the wall. And she asked him, what are you doing? And he said, well, these are all of the um, bets that were dropped down here. And he, there were several lines of oh. phone lines spliced in and whatnot. And so that's, <laughs> that's no. how they knew they, they had a, uh, an operation besides billiards going on here. So. Whoa, that is quite a history. <laughs> a funny story. <laughs> that. And so uh, I keep telling Don we need to have a little drop box over there in the box in the tap room to say, place your bets here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. And you've so. got a, a fake wall if you ever need it. I guess. That's right. <laughs> so. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's so. so cool. Yeah. So it's pretty neat. So she, she ran the place clearly for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. how, did, how did y'all get interested and, and come to be the owners? Well, um, it's, when I was working at Texas Instruments, mm-hmm. um, my boss was also a female engineer. We were, uh, I think, the only two f- female engineers that were. Uh, I was. We were. I was a manufacturing oh, um, okay. um, engineer, and um, 
So she took dance, and um, I had stopped dancing professionally and gone to work for Texas Instruments. And um, she said, "Well, you should come with me and take class down at Toby's." I, you know, I drive home, I leave here, and I go and take a, an adult jazz class there mm. on my way home. And um, one thing led to another, and uh, she invited me to come to a um, 500 Inc. is an organization. They were doing like a lecture demonstration with all of the adult dancers that were in this class. And so I met um, Laura and Toby there um, very early on. It was back probably back in the 80s. And mm. she just had a very strong school. In fact, she had two schools. One was in Lake Highlands and oh, one was okay. here. This, mm. in this location. Um, but I was just like, no, I think I'm done with dancing. You know, I've done, I've, you know, spent 11 plus years doing that and I just <laughs> needed to, you know, move on and do something else. And so um, that was my first kind of introduction to Toby and Laura. Mm. And um, then after that, um, there came a point where my girls were dan doing a lot of dancing at a, a Dallas studio and um, there were several of their friends and other students that were wanting private lessons and um, we I was trying to find locations to rent studios and Toby had availability and so I started renting her studio periodically mm. and um, that's how I really got to know um, Toby so um, and you know her uh, teaching philosophy and, you know, developing um, the dancers with uh, good terminology and, you know, that sort of thing was um, real important to her. And I think she realized that that was the kind of thing that was important to me. And I don't know, we just developed our friendship that way, you know, um, and um, she knows a lot of people and she's been around a long time. She was um, instrumental uh, in establishing the North Texas Dance Council. Oh, okay. Um, which is a, a, like a, a network of communication um, mm -hmm. for the Dallas dance world. Oh, okay. And um, she was instrumental in um, establishing the uh, Dallas Civic Ballet with Oleg Skavine and... Um, Bill and Ann, uh, Bill Etkin, it's Etkins Atkinson. <laughs> they have long, hard, hard last names. But Bill and Ann is what we all call them. So Bill and Ann down in Highland Park, and um, Natalie Skelton, and um, Madame Krasovska. There were several of them that came together and formed this uh, Dallas uh, Civic ballet company mm -hmm. and um toby was a part of she was the parliamentarian she was mm -hmm. you know the treasurer she she really did all of the jobs there she's mm. a very good administrator yeah <laughs> so anyway um that is still around today oh wow you know and um it's had some different machinations you know changed the names mm -hmm. and, and different lots of different people have flowed through the organizations and stuff but they're still active and she was such a silent partner of that. You hmm. know, nobody really realizes, you know, just how much she's given back to the communities in the world of dance. 
That is so interesting. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting, too, when our girls were taking here. I mean, you would see her come in. So is she oh, still yeah. involved and around and enjoys is, keeping up with? She y'all? is. She's. Uh, in fact, she uh, this whole summer, she was coming on Mondays and Wednesdays. Or, I'm sorry, Wednesdays and Fridays um, to the adult ballet class with Viviana. Nice. Yeah. She okay. still moves around in her 80s. You know, she's oh, still wonderful. Yeah. So it's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, and, of course, uh, Toby established the school 60 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it. At that time, there wasn't much to Richardson. Mm-hmm. It, it was a pretty small place yeah. still. So it was one of the first businesses oh, in true. Richardson. Yeah. And, of course, she ran the studio for 57 years. Mm-hmm. And we frequently have children come in to take lessons whose not only their mother took dance lessons here when they were a little girl, but their grandmother took <laughs> dance lessons yeah. here oh, wow. when they were a little girl. So oh, we sometimes goodness. have a third generation that comes in to take mm-hmm. That's lessons. That's amazing. And uh, I, we don't know if it's true, but we've been told by some people that are longtime uh, biz- business people here in Richardson that they think that Toby's is the oldest uh, continuously operated business in Richardson. Oh, wow. So, that's amazing. So, yeah. Huh. So, so we're still here. Yeah. That's <laughs> wonderful. Oh, and so. And she's still uh, active doing the Moscow Ballet Nutcracker. Oh, my. Um, with the children's huh. division. Okay. Um, each uh, year that we do Nutcracker here. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we share that with the uh, London School of Dance. They over Mesquite. Um, Gwen and Toby are longtime friends and have mm-hmm. been the directors for going on, I think, 26 years now, 27 oh, wow. years now. Oh, my goodness. Since um, Moscow Ballet came to Dallas. Mm-hmm. So they do. They tour all over the country, and they uh, celebrated their 25th anniversary a couple years ago. So wow. It's, yeah. That's it's so still, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so hmm. And so your background is in dance then. Right. Okay. I um, received a Bachelor of Fine Arts mm-hmm. um, through the College Conservatory of Music at the University of Cincinnati. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so did you, um, you know, ha- I know you had changed careers and, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But um, how did you end up deciding to own the business, I guess, and get full time back into it? Well, it comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I was younger, um, my parents always thought that I would, uh, that I should be, you know, a teacher. And um, I was always, no, no, I'm going to dance. I'm going to dance, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and so uh, life just kind of carried us along. And, and um, uh, after touring and traveling for many, many years, I was... Um, ready to hang my shoes up you know it it catches up with your body after Mm -hmm. a period of time and uh, ready to do a nine-to-five job because you know when you're in theater or in the arts Mm -hmm. world it's it's a totally different uh set of hours right really and truly and um so when this came along you know toby really wanted to retire Mm -hmm. she was in her 80s Mm -hmm. and she was ready and um, she said, you know, I really, I'm going to close this down, but I think that you should buy it. I think that you need to do this. So um, Don was in between jobs, and it, hmm. we were <laughs> we were thinking, hmm, you know, this might not be a bad idea. Yeah. And um, we thought along about a lot about it. And we prayed about it. We, we talked about it. We um, talked with Toby at length about it. And she says, well, I'm not going to give this offer to anybody else. So. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, a lot was, for y'all. This was man. pretty much Toby's yeah. life's work. Yeah. And, um, I don't think she wanted to see it go away. Yeah. But um, 
she was also very particular. She didn't want just anybody <laughs> mm-hmm. to, to uh, take over her life's work yeah. um, because her reputation and, mm-hmm. and, and everything is tied to the studio. So right. she'd known Sally for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, she made one phone call and that was to Sally and said, mm-hmm. would you like to buy my business? Wow. And um, so we were honored that she <laughs> thought of, of Sally. And like Sally said, I, I'd actually been out of work for a while after working for 35 years as an engineer. Mm -hmm. um, I found myself in my 50s looking for a job, and I had found a job by then, actually, but I never, ever wanted to be in that situation again where you're just totally dependent on a company or or someone else uh, for your livelihood. So um, I don't know if that hadn't happened, we might not have uh, taking this risk, taking this risk. Mm-hmm. but, but yeah. we decided, you know, the kids are grown uh, <laughs> and, and, and we're kind of on our own again now. We're empty nesters and, and, mm-hmm. and Sally had been involved with dance for her whole life yeah. and had, had been teaching lessons for, for decades and knew a lot of people in Dallas and that sort of thing. And so we just kind of followed our heart and decided, let's, Let's give it a try. Yeah. So, yeah, three, it's one about student three years at a time. Ago. Yeah, you know that's that's the idea is yeah. that you know you you touch a one student at a time and help them grow where they need wherever they are, mm-hmm. and you help them get to wherever they need to be. Nice, you know. And sometimes it's a season, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's a lifetime. So, yeah. um, it's uh, but it's something that we're both really passionate about. Yeah. And so, and even though he's a non-dancer, he's really a dance. <laughs> he's a dance dad. Uh, you know, because we had two girls mm-hmm. that were um, very serious dancers, and and you know they carried it on through college. So, oh wow! Um, it was um, an important part of their lives, and still is. Mm-hmm. You know, both of them still tap and dance, and and oh. you know coach and do private lessons, and you know feel that same sort of passion. So oh, nice. Um, it's a it's a family thing. So even though we always say our, our son, who ended up being a baseball player, mm-hmm. he still has the best feet in the family. <laughs> <laughs> the girls will always be jealous of that. Oh. <laughs> <So>. oh. <laughs> it's pretty good. But, um, yeah, it's a, this, it isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, uh, a, it's a tough business to be in because there is literally a studio on every corner, mm. you know. Yeah. And, um, it's you are in it because you love the art mm. and that's our message is oh. you do this because you're passionate about the about understudy understanding the art of mm. dance and um, you know I was balletically trained um, and that's where my soul really is mm-hmm. um i loved jazz uh, my degrees in ballet and modern but mm. um i you know was didn't take up the modern as as um tenderly as i wanted to or i should have perhaps mm. i was really ballet oriented yeah and um the ballet just really sets your foundation for everything else hmm. and and i mean you could go into any professional company today mm-hmm. doesn't matter what the um, emphasis is which a lot of it's very contemporary and modern okay but what do they do at 10 o'clock every morning a ballet class oh interesting <laughs> and okay. so you know you always start out with 
the traditional movement Mm -hmm. and uh, the traditional uh, structure of ballet. Yeah. And so that's where we take this from. We start you in ballet. Nice. So. Well, what, tell me a little bit about like, cause y'all have a wide range of classes. So what all do you offer? We offer, um, the beginnings, um, which is a combination class mm-hmm. and you do uh, a little bit of ballet tap to get some rhythm. And then we also want you tumbling to mm-hmm. build your upper body strength mm-hmm. because it makes for better port de bras with your arms. Oh, okay. So, um, we kind of link that together with our littles, mm-hmm. our little kiddos and, uh, we make it fun and, um, exciting for them to want to come every week. And, um, from there you will, uh, progress into, you know, your different ballet levels, mm-hmm. but then we add tap, we add jazz, mm-hmm. you add a uh, lyrical to your ballet. Um, you add modern dance to, uh, complement the, um, foundations and, and groundwork, mm. you know, modern is very down into the ground mm. and, uh, modern is also taken from an off balance, um, uh, look really hmm. so where ballet is very on top of itself and right. very pulled up and okay. very ethereal mm-hmm. modern is very down and into the floor oh that's interesting yeah. i've never thought about that yeah okay and um so you know where you're in point shoes for mm-hmm. the girls and you're in the ballet slippers and you're doing a lot mm-hmm. of um uh allegro and jumping and mm-hmm. you know big stuff off the off the ground the modern is a lot of rolling around and working through the floor and huh. being circular and um developing um just very off balanced line mm-hmm. in space so um then we offer hip-hop mm-hmm. you know to, just for the kids that want to get started somewhere yeah you know um, and then we have a lot of adult classes. I was surprised They're, to see that too. Oh that, yeah, it's yeah, we're booming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean because it's something that I think would be fun as an adult. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, and I don't know if I'm just not as aware um, of the offerings. But it seems like that might be a little bit you know different or something you know that is not around as much. I know. I, mean, I, so. I it's I, I'm so excited. You know, that it's especially our adult taps. You yeah, Miss Margie's oh. a she's a. Uh, a sparkle or something because, uh-huh. um, you know, a lot of her former students, cause she was a previous studio owner many, many years oh, ago okay. up in Plano. Uh-huh. And, um, she has drawn a lot of her adult students back into the studio that were hers growing up. How fun. Yeah, oh, that's so wonderful. We get a lot of second generation there too. Yeah. Well, it's great exercise. <laughs> so, I imagine too. It is. So, yeah. And it's just, it's so much fun. Yeah. It's oh, so much fun. nice. So, um, yeah. Well, what are some things in terms of, um, because the business has such a long tradition, what are some of the things that you've kept the same and what are some of the things that you have changed and brought your own, you know, personality to? Well, that's a good question. Um, I think one of the things that we've kept the same (laughs) is that we like to do um, the fact that we're keeping the formal ballet structure. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when we come to our production time in the spring, Mm -hmm. um, I love to do a full-length ballet. Mm -hmm. And um, at early in her years, um, Toby did that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then um, later in her years, she just would do excerpts, you know, ballets and stuff. But that, I think... Um, we, that's one of the things we do. And then we, I always try to keep a theme, Mm -hmm. you know, because, um, 
at the end of the year, we're here to entertain. Mm-hmm. And, and so it needs to be fun. And it needs to be entertaining for mm-hmm. our audience. Yeah. And, and that's our goal, you mm-hmm. know, is to um, work all year long to produce something that's going to be good for the audience. Yeah. You know? So um, anyway, uh, what's different? What I don't say? know. Well, um, I was going to say that we're carrying on the tradition of participating with the Moscow Ballet mm-hmm. in their performance mm-hmm. of the Nutcracker. Here in Dallas, and Toby participates in that too. We think that's a great opportunity, mm. not only for the kids that uh, take class here, but for any anyone in any child in the Metroplex that, 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 that oh, nice. takes dance and uh-huh. is proficient enough can come and audition and mm. possibly participate with the Moscow Ballet and their production of the Nutcracker. And, so, and dance yeah. with professional dancers that oh. are on stage with them at the time. We thought that was pretty important to carry yeah. on that tradition in. And most of the uh, students that come here are from the Richardson area or mm-hmm. very close to the Richardson area. And we kind of feel like we, we kept the name Toby's. Sure. Uh, and we kind of feel like we're an integral part of the community. It's been here a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, even if they've never been to Toby's, are sort of aware of it and know where it is. And mm-hmm. so we didn't want to change that. And um, we offer a lot of the same sorts of classes that, that have always been offered mm-hmm. here at Toby's. Um, some of the things I guess that we've changed is we've really tried to upgrade the facility. Okay. Uh, we've built what we think is the best uh, tap floor in Dallas. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm an engineer, and so uh, I spent a lot true. of time uh, studying the ways that they build tap floors. Oh, Traditionally, wow. for hundreds of years, they, they built sprung floors with kind of a basket weave of wood slats hmm. to provide spring that's much easier on uh, the joints, the hips, the knees, the ankles, the back, um, and provide the little bit of spring that you need as a dancer. And then there's kind of a newer modern way that they do that where they just um, lay plywood on top of neoprene uh rubber pads to, mm-hmm. to give it that spring but really the best way to build a floor is a hybrid of those two mm-hmm. so our dance floor has both neoprene pads <laughs> that are designed specifically for that type of floor we bought them like from one of the largest floor manufacturers uh, dance floors and uh, it also is a basket weave floor which makes the entire structure about six inches thick or so. Oh, wow. And then, of course, that it's topped with a couple of sheets of tongue and groove, half-inch plywood, Plywood. or Mm three-quarter-inch plywood, actually. And then on top of that... Pretty sturdy. uh, Most dance wood surfaces are either hard maple Mm -hmm. or oak. And um, if you look at a lot of dance floors that have been used for even just a few years, there's a lot of dents and divots and cracks and the, the floor starts mm-hmm. to get damaged hmm. and so we actually we actually used imported brazilian cherry for our, for oh, our wow. final, layer, final layer of hardwood which is three and a half times harder than oak or hard maple, maple. it's a lot more expensive wow. yeah but um but that's what we used and we built it ourselves with the help of our son and some of his UTD baseball team. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and we, and we feel like... Floor is what we should call it. <laughs> yeah. And, and Brazilian cherry is tr- typically used just for its... For its for its aesthetics it's just it's just a very pretty wood so we feel like it's not only the best it's the prettiest (laughs) dance floor our dancers come in and they lay on that floor oh and uh, one uh, year i guess it was uh, 
probably three years ago, um, the Moscow Ballet had, um, it was when they had Katrina, uh, was it, or was it Harvey? Down. It was about two years ago, the Moscow oh, Ballet. Um, I forget what they Down in the, Houston. Down in Houston. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had, they had to relocate up oh, here. Oh, okay. And so um, they used our facility, and, mm-hmm. and the men would love, they loved, they could, they would come in and lay on the floor and then they'd jump and they, you know, they oh. would, they loved that floor because it was so springy and it, and yet it was, you know, strong and they were just doing all kinds of right when they were supposed cool to be stuff. resting they would like, come into that room and practice their leaps because oh. they, they felt like they could jump so high I know. that's they amazing yeah. they oh, asked wow. about it and they were like what is this what is this? it was really fun yeah and then, last, so cool. and then about a year ago we uh we pulled up the surface of the ballet room mm-hmm. um and laid new marley it's top of the line best in class uh thickest uh, seamless, <laughs> seamless Marley yeah. surface that you can buy and put that down in the ballet room. So we feel like our two uh, dance studios now have the best surface that that, that there is for dance. Oh. So we're pretty happy with that. I know Sally with with her professional experience, she danced with the Cincinnati Ballet, with the Boston Ballet, and with the Dallas Ballet when there was a Dallas <laughs> Ballet. It's mm-hmm. now called the Texas Ballet Theater, but um, she saw a lot of her friends uh, suffer through. Foot injuries, mm, yeah. knee uh, injuries, leg oh, injuries, yeah. knee injuries, hip injuries, and back injuries. And now that they're a little bit older, they, they still kind of show the wear and tear of mm. all the dance that they did. And so we felt like it was really important to get down the proper dance surface for mm-hmm. everyone to uh, And they're spending that on. much time on that floor. Mm-hmm. You know, you really yeah. have to have the right equipment, so mm. to speak. And people don't really consider no because they're walking all the time on different surfaces so yeah it's um kind of again it goes back to that it's the labor of love you know that you want to make sure that you're preparing for Mm. and that we're preparing our dancers for yeah um i guess that's you know some of the things that are same and different yeah one of the i guess one of the newer things sally kind of mentioned it briefly but she picks a theme each year mm-hmm. for the recital mm-hmm. and we actually do a full-length traditional ballet mm-hmm. which is a pretty big undertaking a lot right. of dance studios don't even attempt to mm-hmm. do something yeah. like that <laughs> and then the second half of the recital of course is the jazz and hip-hop and tap mm-hmm. and lyrical and all the other types of dance um with with a theme but but uh but a full-length traditional ballet mm-hmm that uses a lot of children and and teenagers and actually this year we brought in a couple of uh, guest, pro- artists. guest artists oh, professional okay. dancers wow from sacramento ballet oh nice um, okay and the male dancer um sally's known him since he was a very young, young boy. boy and she Aww. taught him when he was young she's watched him grow into a very accomplished yeah. professional uh, dancer and so he hmm. came back and did the lead part in Cinderella. He was Prince Charming. Oh, and nice. he is. He truly is that. <laughs> He's a really good kid. Which He's is, a really that, nice we, guy. Oh. And we, we feel like yeah. it's it's kind of neat to let the children see, like, if mm-hmm. you stick with this and right. work at this, like, it, this, this is what happens. This is yeah. where, where you can go. Oh, you know, wow. So. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And we also have um, one of our recent graduates um, is, um, had, had come to us um, and just seeking more traditional ballet. Mm-hmm. And um, she was a contemporary style dancer, mm-hmm. and that's how she had started her her dance training. Mm-hmm. But as she was, um, you know, getting more involved in it, she realized there's certain things in her 
um, training that or deficits that mm. she really needed to strengthen mm-hmm. if she was going to pursue it at a college level. Oh. And um, so she specifically sought us out mm-hmm. um, a few years ago. Actually, we had just gotten started and um, stayed with us. And she's now um, going to be entering her sophomore year on full scholarship over at Belhaven College. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, her freshman year, she, um, you go in just doing your core stuff, and by the end of the year, they had invited her to study their BFA. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a your freshman year, you're auditioning for, mm-hmm. you know, which program they think will best suit you. So oh, she's an extremely gifted choreographer, and um, she just is amazing and has a wonderful heart, and she really understands, you know, the passion mm-hmm. behind what it takes to become a, a dancer, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, she was taking summer classes, you know, summer school, and she was dancing here all summer long this summer, mm-hmm. um, keeping it up, and she did some teaching for us, mm-hmm. and um, she was in school you know, part time. So that means she was she was doing three classes. Oh my goodness! And still taking it all in. And she just texted me that she got A's and everything. Oh wow! So I mean, these <laughs> kids. I you know what this dance does for them? Mm-hmm. It's truly amazing. It really mm-hmm. makes them more than just a dancer Mm. it makes them a very serious contributor to our society because you know after their dance trains them to be successful in all areas of their life and even if they don't become professional dancers um, they excel in whatever they do Mm. because they're equipped you know they have that undergirding Mm. and so i think it's amazing and she's just another living proof of that you Mm. know so we have a a teacher here that grew up as one of my students you know since she was nine and um she went on to uh dance for a company out in uh, mississippi and then she went back to grad school and got a graphic arts degree she's an incredible artist and i am telling she's just amazing at everything she does. She's a wonderful choreographer. She uh, teaches for us. She's a, a professor at um, Dallas Baptist University. Oh, you okay. know, and she, you know, teaches still teaches you know as much as she possibly can. She still choreographs as much as she possibly can, um, and then she teaches art during the day. And she's just an amazing person, you hmm. know. And so you know, there's another example of things that go past them in their life, but the ballet and the dance and the, and the art of dance always stays with them. Mm. You know? Oh, well, I would imagine it would help. I, I did piano growing up, <laughs> you know, for my whole childhood, but I would, it helped with discipline, like you said, in other areas. And I would imagine dance or any really art form that you have to work out and be disciplined at would help you. Yeah. Right. In so many areas. So when you see those ivory keys, <laughs> do you ever sit down and just kind of mess around? Oh yeah. I mean, I still have my piano. So okay. it has been the one thing that has moved with us over the years, <laughs> time after time. And it is a hassle to move 
too, but it is, it's but therapy. It is. There you go. There's you the know, therapy the discipline, right there. It That's is. Right. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. There yeah. are days that I wish I had pursued it professionally, but yeah. So that's wonderful. Well, you mentioned the recitals. Are they always at the Eisman as well? Is that something? Yes, they are. Okay. In fact, um, that's another thing that's kind of similar to what, you know, Toby. Toby mm-hmm. opened up that place. <laughs> uh, the Eisman? Or? Yes. Oh, in fact, wow. we have a, okay. a wooden piece, uh, a wooden plaque, you know, that's a part of their flooring uh-huh. that was um, given to Toby because she was one of the very first recitals in in that theater. Wow. Yeah. Oh. And, um it was uh, funny, but um, she had always been in the Hill Hall, the performance hall, which is the large performance okay. hall. And um, I was I was too chicken to stay there <laughs> when we first bought it the first year. So I said, I think we're going to move to the small hall. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because I, I was just very fearful, you know, of everything that we were taking on. And, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, just go for it. Just go for it. You know, and I was being very conservative. And um, now we're back in the Hill Hall. (laughs) You need the space. Yeah, because we needed the space because we've we've grown pretty quickly, Uh you know, and um, since we purchased the studio. So um, it's it's been fun to go back into the big Hill Hall because Mm -hmm. the bigger stage is always a lot more fun for everybody to be there. So. as, not to say that the, the um, Bank of America Theater, it, mm-hmm. you know, wasn't fun too. It, yeah. it definitely was. It was very, um, oh, what's the word? It was very intimate, and and um, you felt there was a lot of energy. A lot of energy. Oh, yes, cool. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, just to circle back a little bit, mm-hmm. you you mentioned it's good for kids to have some sort of passion and mm-hmm. interest, and and I know when our kids were young and growing up, I'd I'd heard that there were lots and lots of studies that showed that uh, children, especially girls, that have some sort of uh, interest in, in, in a sport of some sort mm-hmm. or, or music or theater or, or, or something that that's important to them, just in general, are much more successful in life mm-hmm. and um, stay out of trouble <laughs> a lot more in life. And um, so we were kind of – we got our – girls involved in softball and basketball Mm -hmm. and soccer and a lot of things when they were young but when they when the dance bug bite bit them Mm -hmm. um we said okay (laughs) if that's what you want to do and we you know supported it as much as we could because as a father (laughs) you know i wanted them to uh to stay out of trouble and mm-hmm. have have something that was important to them and some sort of passion in life and i think it teaches them that anything in life if you're going to be successful, you have to work at it. It takes Absolutely. sacrifice, yeah. it takes effort and work and a plan and practice and and dedication and time. It takes a lot of things. And and uh, I think dance prefer, prepares children very well for, for things that they'll face uh, later mm. in life. And let's face it, not everybody can play football or right. – or, um, be a competitive marathon runner or, or, or yeah. something yeah. like that. Olympic swimmer or Olympic sure. gymnast. Yeah. But, but, but yeah. we feel like anybody can dance. And I know a mm. lot of studios, too, are sort of unhealthy places for, mm. for kids to be, especially when they become teenagers. There, there are problems where they try to push them to fit a certain like sort of body Mold. image or right. something. Yeah. And um, we don't feel like that's important. At all. all. We feel like everybody <laughs> should just try to achieve like as much as they can achieve. And if, mm-hmm. you, and if you can accomplish a lot, 
and get a college scholarship in dance, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, we support you. But if if you just develop a passion for the arts and for dance and uh, you don't have the right sort of physical uh, characteristics to become a professional dancer, well, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there's just so many parts uh, mm-hmm. in in the arts mm-hmm. that um, you, where you can s- – you can still apply yourself and having the knowledge of whatever dance it is that you're, you focused on, mm-hmm. you know, uh, growing up, that will, that experience will, you know, lend a lot of credence to whatever area of the arts that you want to get involved in. Oh, that's For true. instance, yeah. an artistic director, an artistic administrator, mm-hmm. um, a business administrator, and advertising, mm-hmm. you know, for a dance company, becoming mm-hmm. a physical therapist for dancers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just... The, the list goes on for pages on, on ways that you can still be connected to the arts world mm. and um, lend the experience that you've had as a dancer, you know. Um, and I think that it just, it just goes back to discipline, character, integrity, work ethic. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, well, shifting just a little bit, um, what's what's it like or maybe what's special about owning a business in Richardson in particular? So what makes this city special as a business owner? You know, it, I love Richardson. I, it's funny because I've always loved Richardson mm-hmm. since before I moved down here. Oh, and wow. I, I would, uh, when Don was living down in Dallas, um, they, and he was working for Texas Instruments. Um, of course, the home office was in Richardson, mm-hmm. you know. I was like, well you, well, you know, we need to move to Richardson, you know. It's a great bedroom community mm-hmm. to Dallas. And it's quiet. It reminds us of the, you know, the areas that we grew up in. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up in New England and he grew up in the Midwest in Ohio and and um, you know it just had that kind of feel to it mm-hmm. and um, it was really funny when I would come down to visit I was taking classes with a lady that ended up becoming one of the artistic directors for the Richardson Civic Ballet oh, okay. <laughs> and for a year after I moved down here and stopped dancing was invited to dance with her at the which became the Richardson Civic Ballet with Nancy Schaffenberg Cross. <laughs> oh. So we, you know, it was just always this mm. draw. Yeah, and um, I don't know. It was uh, kind of funny when that we've all circled back around in many ways. Like our son's gone to University of Texas at Dallas, and mm-hmm. we'll be graduating here. And I don't know. And um, yeah, and we 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 love Richardson, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's kind of interesting because um, this section of Richardson and some other parts of Richardson uh, really started to struggle a little bit at mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of competition for retail spaces mm-hmm. and shopping and, and, and other neighboring uh, suburbs, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. In fact, about fifteen or so years ago, I went to sort of a grand reopening of Huff Hines Park, which mm-hmm. oh, at one okay. time had been one of the premier softball tournament mm-hmm. facilities in, in the war- America, I yeah. guess. And uh, it had fallen into decline. And the uh, the um, 
the the central building for the for the softball fields where they sold refreshments and things had mm-hmm. actually caught on fire and so oh they had goodness. boarded it up and it was closed for so a number of years so they had sort of a rededication reopening with the mayor awesome. of Richardson wow. he gave a, he gave a speech and said hey look we we we've kind of missed the boat a little mm-hmm. bit Richardson has forgotten to to include things that make it a destination mm. where people would want to not only stay here if they live mm-hmm. here to do their shopping and business, mm-hmm. but a place where people would come from outside of Richardson yeah. to do things. And so they re- revitalized the park and now it's first class baseball mm-hmm. and softball facilities. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they've started to have a lot of, uh, of uh, tournaments and things on the weekends mm-hmm. again. But I, I think in general, Richardson kind of got the idea that um, that they needed to do some things mm. to, to try to uh, revitalize parts of Richardson and and we're and so clo- really we're so close to UT Dallas right and it's grown so 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 rapidly mm-hmm. that it, it really has had a positive impact on this whole part of Richardson mm-hmm. there's you know there are neighborhoods now where they're starting to just do complete teardowns and, and build new, home, new, new homes, homes again. And like that, I passed by a house the other day where they had just completely taken that first. They left the shell. Mm-hmm. They're just double the sizing, you know, the, of the home and yeah. putting in a whole upper story. Yes. And, I mean, and that's not the only house. You know, I mean, I there's know. several that they're doing that with. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. really exciting. And, and one of the things that I've heard, you know, with a lot of our parents is that um, they went away to college. Mm-hmm. They, you know, started their families and they said, we couldn't wait to get back oh, to Richardson. Wonderful. And um, because we just loved growing up here. Mm. And, um, and I've heard this over and over and over again. Wow. And that's important. That mm-hmm. says a lot about yeah. the community, and um, it's great that they're wanting to raise their families mm-hmm. here. And you know, we were talking about that earlier in the in this conversation about how we've seen second and third generations mm-hmm. of dancers coming through here. Well, we see this with the younger families coming back from college, bringing young children mm-hmm. with them, and saying, "Yep, we want to be over. You know, we want to make sure we go to Brimfield. We want to make sure we go to Prairie Creek Elementary. Mm-hmm. You know, because that we loved that school. And it was a great neighborhood growing up mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, you see that. Yeah. You see that. And um, the fact that UTD is just doing all the building, and then you have State Farm that's come in. Oh, true. You yeah. know, that's bringing in all of that um, uh, clientele and, and uh, new employees and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, And then, uh, you know, you have the corporations like Toyota mm-hmm. up in Frisco. Yeah. Well, you've got lots of families that work for Toyota that mm-hmm. are coming into Richardson because they love the ambiance of the neighborhoods. Yeah. and. Um, the, you know, just the, the network of families and, and connections and that sort of thing is Mm -hmm. real, um, real thick, you know? And so that's a very, a very positive thing. It makes for a tight community. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that's why we've always kind of drawn back. I mean, our son's baseball team Mm -hmm. did all of its practicing and games over here in Richardson for baseball over at the Breckenridge Park, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, that was a beautiful park area. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it it really is kind of turning into a college town. I think I heard recently that UT Dallas has about 30,000 students. We are right at it, yes. Which is... uh, (laughs) 
you know, gigantic, yeah. really, by most. And I think most most people aren't even aware that it's mm-hmm. that it's that large. Yeah. But um, you you trail around this part of Richardson and, and you see students everywhere. Yeah. They're, they're in all the stores. They're in all yeah. the restaurants. They're mm-hmm. you know, this has become kind of a restaurant row here mm-hmm. on, on Campbell Road. Road. Yeah. And uh, there are a lot of spaces, retail spaces that were vacant maybe at one time or mm-hmm. underutilized, and mm-hmm. they're starting to, to fill up. And um, I think UT Dallas is really a growth engine for the whole community, and mm-hmm. I think it's just a really, really positive thing for, for Richardson. And let's face it, Richardson is pretty close to downtown Dallas. Dallas. It's yeah. an easy shot mm-hmm. to, get, to get down there. And um, it's just a convenient location, and it's known for it's for fantastic schools, and um, we're just we're just really happy to yeah. be a part of the business community. And I will say that the city of Richardson has been real helpful. You know, mm-hmm. there's They've been really great. There, there's some some rules you need to follow sure. as a business in Richardson, <laughs> and and, uh, and they make it pretty easy to to comply with everything that we need to comply well, with. they're and very helpful i mean they're just they nice. they're any everybody that we've ever talked to mm-hmm. in the city of richardson they've just been um so kind you know yeah. and and it, it makes you feel like you're in a na- in the neighborhood yeah. you know you're in a small town and mm. um but it's not a small town you know it's mm-hmm. a it's a large city so um I, we've been really really happy you know, being able to easily navigate because sometimes when you're getting involved with the government, you, it's so mm-hmm. hard to navigate right. through what paperwork has to be, you know, put mm-hmm. in and what the permits are and, you know, all of those city rules. Yeah. And um, so we've had um, yeah, very good been, luck. It, you They've get the feeling good. that they they want They're to genuine. help the businesses here in yeah. Richardson. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. Oh. They've got the right kind of mentality to yeah. want to build you know, a good infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So it's been exciting, you know, because we're first time business owners. Yeah. You know, we've never done this before. Mm-hmm. So it's been a, a trial and error for us, but we've always see, seen that people have given us good guidance. Mm-hmm. Nice. So well, one thing I've been asking everyone we've interviewed too is what is your favorite local business other than your own, of course, but what, what are some of your favorite local areas? Nothing Bent Cakes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. I got an email from them the other day about a new blueberry flavor and I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's a, a friend of ours. Her name oh, is Kathy nice. Rogers. And, oh. and um, we make sure that all of our birthday kids get their bunch cake for their birthday from nice. Toby. Oh. <laughs> from Toby's, yeah. I, so. I grew up actually in Cincinnati, Ohio, and there's a local bakery there called Buskin's Bakery. Yeah. And, and you couldn't go anywhere else and get a get a birthday cake like you could get at Buskin Bakery. <laughs> and we looked forward to everyone's birthday because my mother would go and order a cake from Buskin's Bakery. We just loved that place. When I moved to Dallas, we tried a lot of different bakeries and just kind of defaulted to the supermarket mm-hmm. uh, birthday cakes or make it ourselves <laughs> because we couldn't find anything quite like that. But I don't know. The first time I tried a nothing bun cake. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yes, it is. I said, I found it. <laughs> it's Buskin's again. <laughs> you know, when I first started baking myself, mm-hmm. that's the kind of cake I learned to make was oh, a bun cake nice. in, okay. and stuff. And so we had bun cakes a lot when I was growing oh. up. And so for me, that was comfort food, you yes. know. And um, 
I don't know, nothing but cake. I don't ever get a sugar high when oh, I, for some reason, when yeah. I eat their cake. So yeah. when we go to the store-bought cake and I'm like buzzing because I've right. had too much sugar intake. Well, and the little know. buntlet just seems like the perfect size. I I, know. It's my birthday request every year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Boy, you didn't have to, I didn't have to think about that one at all. No. <laughs> well, I think that was all the questions I have, but is there anything else about your business or Richardson that you'd just like to, you know, include that I didn't ask you about? I know. We just want to make sure everybody comes and joins us for our 60-year celebration. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That'll be a lot of fun. If you're looking for a wholesome place for mm-hmm. your children to be, um, we feel like we, we're pretty protective older <laughs> yeah. parents. And uh, we try to look after the kids and, and try to eliminate a lot of the negative influences mm. that maybe can be found externally at, at other places. Some places are super competitive. Some places... Mm. Um, don't teach proper technique. The dance industry is an unregulated industry. Anybody, anybody Mm. that wants to can open a dance studio Mm. and say that they're a dance teacher. And uh, we feel like all of our teachers either have a college degree, especially in dance or professional dance experience, or they own their own dance studio. Um, we feel like they're very knowledgeable, very accomplished. And, um, and we've seen, uh, where kids have studied dance for years and maybe never even been taught the the, the fundamental basics that you that of proper technique and, mm. and proper dance and it, and it's kind of sad to become a teenager and go to some of your first auditions outside of your dance studio and find out mm-hmm. that you really have been taught incorrectly and so mm. so we we feel like it uh, we provide. Uh, something a little bit special here we're a smaller uh studio but uh we feel like we provide the best training that that you can can get in a dance studio and prepare students very very well for uh, wherever they might want to go and whatever whatever body whatever body style whatever nice. body shape you are it doesn't matter you oh, know? That. Yeah. because a lot of studios are very specific you know, with you know you have to have that look mm-hmm. and while you know there are going to be companies that are looking for the look there's going also companies that it doesn't matter mm. you know and we have so many incubator companies that are dance companies here in Dallas. It's amazing. I could probably list about 13 right here oh, wow. um, that are brand new, uh-huh. that have only been around for the last 10 years, but they're smaller contemporary companies. Hmm. And you don't have to be that quote-unquote ballerina look mm. to be an excellent dancer, you know? Oh, um, so it really comes down to we want you to have the correct training. Mm-hmm. And um, we want you to know which muscle groups you need to work with when you're dancing a certain style. Mm-hmm. And we want you to know the difference, yeah. you know, and that it makes you a much more adaptable dancer. So that's why we did this. That's why we're in this business. I love it. <laughs> and that's why we're in Richardson. If you or your child is looking for a place to take dance, we cannot recommend Toby's enough. It is such a fun, supportive environment, and its long history in the city of Richardson is just another bonus. We'll link to their website and social media in the show notes. Do you have a story about Toby's? We would love to hear it. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or at thisisrichardson.com. 
I'm Tiffany Norris. Thanks for listening. 